You are listening to listening to listening to listening to First Gen Teachers Lens. Hey guys, what's up? This is episode six, I believe, of First Gen Teacher Lens. This is going to be another kind of reactionary episode. A lot of these episodes have been reactionary because I'm in the midst of remote learning uh, with my kids, and like it's just been so chaotic and super stressful in terms of like how to manage this. So I saw something in terms of like what happened in. I want to say, no, this week. So, um, no, it wasn't this week. It was last week. Sorry. But I just want to go over that in terms of um, how it made me feel, how I believe it made the students feel, given the circumstances of remote learning and fully teaching online. So I want to just go over empathy of, you know, having empathy for another as a human being and developing that rapport with these kids during this tumultuous time. And also, I just wanted to shout out um, Meet Attendance. So there's a link in the Google Chrome store, or not a link, but an extension, and it helps you take attendance. So if you're using Google Meets as your main platform, definitely check that out, Meet Attendance. I also posted that um, on my Instagram page. So definitely check out my Instagram page. I want to say thank you to the people who've reached out or that I reached out and communicated in terms of, you know, what empathy means. I think one of the, I guess, like, people that got me into podcasting, especially uh, educational podcasting um, at Essentials, he said something on the lines of, um, if you empathize with your students, they, they will follow, like, they will build rapport with you, with you if you empathize with them. And I think that's a great way to start this uh, episode. So stay tuned. Again, I'm going over empathy. Stay tuned, First Gen Teacher Lens. Hey, guys. First Gen Teacher Lens, we're back with another episode. This episode, again, is on empathy. Um, I actually opened up my Instagram to add essentials. And um, I got the quote wrong, getting a paraphrase, uh, but it says, lead with empathy and your students will do anything for you. And I think that's so true in terms of like, um, especially the realm with it we're in right now, because I actually had to talk to my homeroom because they were being rowdy, but I tried to get them in the sense of like, I feel where you guys are coming from in terms of like that you feel that you're invincible to any of any behavioral management. That was a shrug to just like all the craziness that happened that day. But it was crazy because, you know, when you think of like assessing kids and like doing all the work and like kind of um, going over, you know, your deliverables for your lesson plan and make sure you're hit, 
you're hitting your ICANN, making sure that you're hitting all your lessons and like uh, key points of your lessons. And like, it was very frustrating. And I found myself like kind of yelling at them uh, in a way, but I usually don't do that. And like a lot of these kids that I have now know that because I proctored for them uh, on a few occasions. So I like pounded on my desk. I was like, you know, like this is happening with this whole virus. Like we don't know what each other's going through. We know that like, you know, there's technological issues, but you know, we don't know if some of us had had folks that died and like, you know, cause that has happened to um, staff members, staff members themselves being affected because of another staff member has lost their life to this um, horrific uh, disease that's out and due to pandemic and all in general, and it's created a sense of isolation between us as humans. But like now in the sense with my kids, we're not, we're isolated in a sense, like physically, but through a camera lens, we can still physically see each other and like, you know, talk and build rapport with each other. Like I was cracking jokes about um, a student that wasn't doing the right thing and she was watching or Googling actresses and, actors and like we have this um i want to say proxy system um it's called i think it's called bloxy and like basically could track the students see what their screen's doing and then you know make sure like guide them in the right direction so to speak but um made a joke about like entanglement you know cue to what happened this summer with will smith um and the pun on actors and actresses and all that stuff. But like my kids were like saying, oh, that's so corny. You know, they turned on their mics because they were taking uh, an assessment and they were like, that was corny. And like, those are the things that I miss in school. Like those one-on-one interactions with them in terms of like talking about pop culture, what's going on in the world, what's going on in like Fortnite or stuff like that in terms of like seeing how we know that of stuff that they can relate to in terms of like content, in terms of whatever, what's new on TikTok, whatever they are into nowadays. And I think that's one part of empathizing with them, like that they are surrounded by all this technological kind of apps and other apparatuses in their home that there, there are going to be times where they tend to doze off into those apps. And, like, you know, we have to take that with a grain of salt, so to speak. And, like, I've been drowning myself with, like, creating these materials from basically from scratch and, like, digitizing them if, if they're old lessons. And, you know, it's difficult, but, like, thank God I have a great coworker who is there to uplift me. But in the sense of these kids, one of the reasons I want to talk about empathy is, so there've been a lot of tech issues. I think I mentioned this in like the fast two episodes. So kids lagging in and out, kids not being able to connect to the Google Meet, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, there was, I'm not gonna talk about it too much, but there's an instance where, or in terms of I'm gonna be, vague with the people involved. Uh, there was an instance where um, a student couldn't present their work. Um, not in my class, this is in another class. And like we just heard through the grapevine and what happened. Student was presented their work, um, crashed, crashed and burned, and 
student was crying and teacher was frustrated, which I understand, you know, we're in this age where technology is the sole thing that we can rely on right now, as opposed to if we were in school, you know, there'll be a mix of paper, um, other documents that we can rely on, you know, obviously some technology. However, right now, this is all we got. And like, we got to stick with it. So um, there's an instance where the teacher got upset. And, you know, parent got involved in terms of like, you know, this is what's going on in the world, you know, she has no control over the technological issues that are going on in the house. And like, I thought about it. And I was like, that's so true. Like, a lot of these kids, we can give advice. I know some parents reached out to me and were like, what advice do you have to strengthen the Wi-Fi? I told them there's a thing called Wi-Fi strengthener. It's kind of like an antenna. You can plug it in. And hopefully that boosts the connectivity throughout your home. However, like I'm not going to penalize a kid if their internet is like completely shutting off. That's ridiculous to me in terms of like, I understand that like that's an issue that's out of my hands and out of their hands. And, you know, we'll just pick back up as long as you message me and, you know, communicate. I actually happened once with a student um, last week where he was in my homeroom, this student, and then he, he lagged out of the Google Meet. It happens, stuff happens. Um, and he messaged me on Google Classroom, which I have on my on my phone, and he was like, "Can we meet on a Google Meet?" And then his mom emailed me, and I was like, "That's a great way to, you know, stay connected." But I also empathize with him because he was having um, issues with his computer, and he was very transparent. Like, this computer that the school gave me isn't working, and I'm using my personal laptop. I was like, "Cool, can you still join the Google Meets?" Joined in. I told them, I guided him how to log into the link on the banner on Google Classroom, went over the stuff of like the websites that we had to log in into. So there was like Comlet, ReadyWorks, or um, excuse me, ReadWorks. I keep on getting um, this one program called iReady and ReadWorks confused. So he logged in and um, it was seamless. Like. I told him, he told me his situation. I was like, it's fine, you know, but those are the moments where you have to, in a way, empathize with the kid in terms of like, get on their level, understand that they're at an age where, yes, are they technologically sound? I believe so. A lot of these kids grew up in a more digital age and I feel that I grew up, I feel like I was on the cusp of the digital age and now like kids have cell phones i remember i didn't have a cell phone um in my schooling so i felt alone but however nowadays that's like an uh i feel like almost a necessity in the sense that we lived in a more digital age back than the early 2000s and kids have um even more a heightened sense of accessible technology so but I understood where that kid was coming from, and he was very transparent. You know, as long as I communicate, we're okay, right? Like, that doesn't matter if I lag out the class. I was like, absolutely. Like, that's not your fault. That's not my fault. That's not Google's fault. That's out of everybody's hands. If you lag out, that's an issue. Just, I mean, what can I do? What can we do? Just text me on Google Classroom saying, hey, Mr. C, I logged out. 
it's cool. And then we'll just squash it from there and I'll catch you up to speed if needed during um, our office hours because we have instilled office hours, which is great um, in terms of like how to assist and like kind of um, manage these issues. But in that case of the other student, I felt like that that teacher was kind of callous, which I don't know how one could be given the circumstances that we are in. I feel like we, we're at a moment where we should empathize with kids and empathize with everybody in general in terms of like, just as teachers checking in on each other. Um, and, you know, even if we're, we don't know each other um, from our own school, we know each other through Instagram. Like I know on the teacher gram, um, there are teachers that I reached out to all the time. There's another, um, I believe, podcast, uh, pod, pod, uh, pod professional, excuse me, I'm combining two podcasts, pod professionals. And like, I think they were talking about how certain kids, you know, uh, may act in a certain way, but that could be due to like a multiple factors that there be like um, home environment, you know, their sentiment towards school, how they feel ostracized by society that, um, themselves. And like, I think those factors play definitely into remote learning, especially now. Um, I have one kid that has been MIA and that's cause like another strenuous factor in terms of like, he has no access to uh, technology because he doesn't have a home. So what do we do in those uh, strenuous circumstances that where a child is completely, uh, in a sense, absent from their educational experience? I feel like at the end of the day, in terms of my own um, pedagogical thinking, like I feel like that right now is like unattainable and like it breaks my heart because as a teacher you want everybody to succeed and you know have a growth mindset and the whole main reason why you know we i feel teachers teach is to um instill not only knowledge but also character within students and you know help them become what my alma mater and undergrad said like worldly citizens um, and like pot in a positive sense and like what do we do in this case where we're in limbo in terms of like we can't we can only reach the kids that are connected digitally what happens to the kids that are absent within the remote learning sense that they don't have access to that avenue of education like wh where do we connect those kids and it's a hard line to kind of uh think about and like draw in the sand um metaphorically speaking um where it's so hard to kind of assess those not even assess those kids but just ask them how they're feeling how's their day how their day was how's it being in the middle of pandemic how's your family like those basic essential questions that you know any human being right now would ask like, oh, how's your family? How's so-and-so? Did you hear about like any cliche topic, the news, 
Um, did you hear about like the latest Fortnite update? Did you hear about even, I don't know, Chadwick Boseman, which impacted a lot of kids. And, you know, I think that's one instance in terms of like where we're just asking these kids basic questions in terms of like, hey, how are you? Like, we can't reach some of those kids. And like, what do we do as a school in terms of like reaching those kids in in those dire circumstances? And like, I don't have the answer to that. Like, I don't think it's it's a hard problem to solve, especially now because we're kind of entrapped with like teaching remotely and like facilitating the kids that do have that accessibility. But then what happens to the kids that don't? And like for, for me, my building's closed. So my child can't even go to the building and, you know, be set up in a room and like given a computer and like have that space to like learn for, you know, even like those six hours per day. So it becomes a disheartening fact that like right now some kids are in like are not learning and that really bothers me in terms of like how do we let that slide like that's mind-boggling to me that like some kids are not learning and I think that's where we build that notion of empathy where all right I have these kids that are accessible to Google Meet, Google Classroom, whatever you're using, Zoom. And, you know, I'm going to try my best to create uh, an environment that does promote the best education that they could have remotely, hybrid, um, whether it be in person, you know, with social distancing. And I think that's where we're at right now. We have to provide the best that we can and in the ways that we know how to, whether it be going on TPT or going on other programs that I mentioned before and creating these um, lessons that drive engagement. And if students happen to miss your meet, um, log out, lag out, as my students are saying, I'm lagging out, I'm lagging so bad, I think, they're like thinking of Fortnite as they say this, but I think it's our duty to best to emphasize when those situations happen because it's out of our control and out of their control. And I just think it's super callous for to act and like careless and reckless to act in a demeaning way right now because I feel even teachers, I think I saw on Instagram, there was a quote that to be kind to teachers because they are building a plane while flying. I think that's so true. Like it feels like every day I'm creating something new or we're creating something new in terms of my coworker and I. And like, we're just going, 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 going without stopping. And I think that's how the kids feel as well in terms of like, all right, I got to get to this Google Meet. I got to do this. I got to do the X, Y, and Z. Oh, I don't know. My schedule changed. So it's a lot of moving factors. And I think that's where we have to empathize with these kids. So I'm going to cut the episode off here. It's a shorter episode. But thanks for tuning in. And 
I'll talk about my other adventures once they come along. See you soon. Bye. Thank you for having listened to the first-gen teacher's lens. We'll see you here next time.